everyone, and unfortunately, welcome to episode 45 of Expensive Science Baby. I'm no, Amy. unfortunately, <laughs> I'm Chris. Not unfortunately. I say unfortunately because I would like to have babies. Well, so. <laughs> Amy's being a baby these days. Okay, where we started. Um, sometimes you would like to check in about weekends and stuff. How you been, Amy? Well, we're going to get there later, <laughs> yeah, so right. it's silly to check in right yeah, now. Yeah, I agree. All right. Let's uh, open up our mail bag. Uh, mail. Okay, we got a few pieces. Um, this was my favorite, I think. I don't know if it was yours. Uh, sure. I'll, I actually don't remember the non-Facebook messages we got this week, so... Oh, we got a few small ones, but we got this from V, and it was just... <laughs> so it's the video that's been going around the Facebooks. You've probably seen it. Of the two... Um, of the twin boys. I think it's in, like... It's sped up. I don't yeah, know what yeah, word yeah. to say. Yeah, it's time-lapsed. Yeah, so to see them goofing off, basically. Engineer. In their um, in their bedroom, <laughs> getting out of their cribs and stuff. And a lot of people have been posting it on our, um, tagging us in it. Um, v sent us a message. I made Chris watch it before we were even tagged in it. <laughs> and I just replied to everybody who does it that this is our future. Well, it is not. This... It is. And I'm, lo- I'm looking forward to it. It'll be fun. But it is our future. I think it's awesome. When yeah. I, wa- I watched it with you, I laughed a little bit. I watched it afterwards by myself, and I laughed a lot. <laughs> I think it adds that it's in fast of course. forward, yes, basically. Yes, yes. That's always fun. But it's also fun to see them just, like, follow each other around. Yeah. And come, one sits on the couch, the other one goes and sits on the couch, and then they, you know, they do make their forts in the middle. And that's stuff. the stuff that's our future, is the twins playing together. Yeah, that's cool. I know. I know. I hope they need me, because Persephone needed me to play with her, so we built forts together. I hope they're not just like, we got this, Dad. We'll build our own forts. <laughs> um, know? I think it's going to be a little bit of both. They won't need us, but they would like us to be there. Well, I want to build forts. I think they'll let you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, just to let everyone know, um, I did confirm with C about the twins' rap. And I'm glad she reminded us that we know her. <laughs> we know her from college. Um, Chris and I... Well, maybe you didn't, but I did a couple shows with her. I don't remember. I know there was a party night with her that you were involved in. <laughs> if you say so, I, my memory sucks, so yeah. what? Yeah. Anyway, so um, she's going to send us the wrap. I'm excited to get to wear it to a Twins game this summer, so okay. thank you. Uh, and we got a message from the letter D, um, which uh, agrees with you. About? A being a, uh, a fellow introvert and said that whenever people would... <laughs> Oh yeah. Feel free to when they they feel free to comment on your body when you're pregnant. Yeah. And she uh, developed uh, what her husband called a completely out of bounds smile slash grimace. <laughs> yeah, I just call it resting bitch face. Well, that's what you always had. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then I, I thought the way she she had ended it was fun. She said, "It dawns on me that's that we are strangers. I'm kind of doing the same thing to you yet." <laughs> Well, we invited you into our lives. Exactly. This was, it's an invitation. So it was definitely solicited. Yeah. Uh, We'll wait for this for name section. Okay. Yes. And S wrote us again. Thanks, S. My favorite cousin. (laughs) I will continue to say that because none of my other cousins write in. So. That's true. (laughs) So there you go. Uh Uh-oh. Got signed out of that. Yeah. Uh, Try again. Do-do-do. Yeah, you can't be signed into three Google Gmail accounts at the same time, but Google doesn't know what to do with you. It just gets confused. Um, <clears throat> anyway, she mentioned stuff about the C-section and how... Because oh. Amy has been having this weird thing about the C-section where she's like, I'm going to be on bed rest for a month. 
because the C-section. <laughs> I didn't say bed rest. I'm gonna have a tough recovery, and we're, I'm not gonna be able to get into our bed. It's basically, perfectly logical. Pretty much everybody we've talked to has been like, "Oh, it was nothing. I was done and in and out." And then yeah, you that's what they say about childbirth too, Chris. And I remember that you were mentioning staples, and she's like, "Staples? <laughs> There's no staples." And that's what your doctor said. Your doctor's like, "What? Hey. This isn't the 1500s. We don't use staple." <laughs> we're gonna get to that later. Uh, I think that's it. Um. I think you need to talk about the P.S. Oh, it was a great P.S. See, I forgot about stuff. She said, P.S. The small plate makes sense to me. <laughs> I guess it's just how we were raised or how we grew up. But you don't understand the amount of food he puts on tiny plate. It's not It's that barely much. even there. It's, and the plate is designed to hold the crumbs on top of the plate, not all over wherever you're eating. Oh, you're so mistaken. Oh. It's okay. You're from right. north. We can, we can allow that. Okay. Uh, and Kay wrote in, and we talked about this before, but we should uh, talk a little bit more about it. She said, if they do the, when they do the C-section, will the order change? It will not. Of the babies. Because the order has always been, the lower one. Is L. L. Mm-hmm. Would normally vaginally come out first. Right. The upper one, A, would come out second. Yeah. The lower one, L, stands to inherit everything from us. The other one, A, bec- it has to become a bard. <laughs> right? I thought they went into the military. No, they just become a bard. Oh. Um... But during the C-section, technically they have a choice, right? No, because of how low they cut. So they have to take out one first. Yeah, they cut so low. So it's not going to change anything. No. L is still inheriting everything. Yeah. A still has to go on a venture to find fame and fortune. Right. Okay. So, yeah. Um, but at one point, it was it was a question we had because yeah. I was, didn't know. I mean, what if they move again? Well, I guess I'll find out. <laughs> I mean, they're not going but to. But we would know before There's the like C-section. no room in there. My favorite yeah. parts of the day when Amy's like, oh, one's trying to get in my ribs because there's not enough room in there, so I'm just scraping at my ribs. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I think that's it. Thanks, everybody, for the emails. That's well, not it. We, I got a uh, Reddit message, too, from someone. I That's not on my list. It just happened today, and all this person said was, I can't ever hear or say in the news without doing it in your voice. <laughs> And I just replied that she made my day. <laughs> That's one way of saying it. Yeah. Uh, or else you've scarred her for life. So. Either one. That's awesome. Yeah. So uh, a little segue to um, fertility, infertility in the news. Oh, good segue. I see what you did there. Thanks. All right. So this is an article, and I don't really know if it's news, but I found it on the Reddits. I think it's British, because it says... Because um, it's mum. <laughs> mum lessons you'll relate to if you've been through fertility problems. We haven't talked about for infertility um, in a while. Especially since it's an infertility podcast, technically. Right, and so I wanted to talk about this, and it, um, I related to a couple of them even more so for different reasons. So I just thought we'd go through the numbers. Sure, can I ask you what the egg colors are for? I don't know. All right. I Wait. think it's just a, eggs equal fertility to people. Red different colors equal different... I don't know. Okay. Um, we'll put this article up as well on our Facebook page. Yeah. But yeah. Go through it. So, number one, awareness of how it feels to be excluded. So, this is talking about if you're, like, out in public, maybe having coffee, and you see somebody else with their baby, you are so much more reminded that you don't have a baby. Okay. And it's a thing you really want. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I, so, I, sorry, go ahead. Well, I just wanted to talk about this one specifically, because I can definitely relate to that on the wanting of the baby scale. But this is also very well to explain my feelings right after, and even sometimes now, around um, people with kids right now after Persephone. As much as I love my nieces and nephews, having them around me reminds me of what I no longer have. Sure. 
I can see that. And so I thought that was put really well, awareness of how it feels to be excluded, or, or awareness of what you don't have. Yeah. Um, I felt this recently <clears throat> with a coworker, I think, who um, they're having their first child, and it was relatively easy to have a first child. Like, it took them six months or something like that. Sure. And so you start thinking, wow, that's. I wonder if they know how lucky they are that... Uh, that's known as a free sex baby. What does that mean? That they got a free sex baby. The baby was free and they just had sex, they got a baby. Isn't that most babies? Right. <laughs> but that's what people in infertility world call it often. Like, Persephone was a free sex baby. Yeah. It just took a year to get her. Right. But that's almost normal. Like, nine, I think they say nine months. Nine months to a year is normal. For trying, yeah. For trying. For... We're right on the border of a year. Yeah, right. Um, right, anyways, th- I've noticed this because that's what it made me feel like. So. Yeah. Okay, uh, number two, fertility radar. <laughs> uh, this person says that she's a detective. If you spent half an hour in a room with me, I could probably estimate the number of rounds of foam <laughs> you took and how many embryos you have in the freezer. Wait, what? <laughs> I think that she's saying that she can spot other people who are going through infertility treatments. Oh, okay. I could also take this to mean that I can tell a per- when a- I can often tell when a person's pregnant before they say it. Like at work, I can pretty much I know people are pregnant before they like officially announce it for a variety of reasons. All right. I don't know why. I do remember like, when we were first at the clinic or later on at the clinic when you were like, you can tell if people have been there if it's like their first time there or their first oh, few times. Oh, well, that's, that's they're different early in the, Yeah. They're early in the cycle or whatever. So. Well, because the first time you're there and you have these big packets of paper and you're like, what? Well, sure. But <laughs> like even like a month in, there's still people who are just a month in. They're just starting and they're just. Oh, yeah. You can kind of tell what they're waiting for. In the right. Room. Yeah. And I'm guessing, I'd like to extrapolate. That there's probably people that are on, like, their third round that yeah. were like, oh, she's on her first round. Oh, probably. For you. and then you Sure. Because we have to acknowledge that we got lucky, too, we in a certain did. way. I mm-hmm. mean, it's a it's all a scale. It would be much easier if it was a free sex baby, as you yeah. said. But. Yeah. Uh, number three, tact. I may guess if people are having trouble conceiving, but I know how sensitive the subject is, and I would never, ever, ta- like, just right out ask for it. And that's true. And you gain more tact... Oh, so you're not like, oh, are you guys trying or stuff like that? Right. Oh, okay. Which is a thing older women who might be moms or grandmas tend to ask young people without hesitation, which they should really think about because they, they maybe never experienced it themselves. Yeah, but we get into this weird thing where like if, what's infertility? What was it, like 10% or 12%? I forget. Like of the pe- population? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. We, we talked about it a long time ago. It was yeah, like 16 or 18% or something like that. So... Should people be have to alter their behavior for, like, the 20%? But also, why assume people even want to have children? Maybe that's their subtle way of saying, I want grandchildren, I want children. Are you trying? Oh, I'm not necessarily <laughs> talking about somebody you're related to. Okay. It could be somebody you work with. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they just really like babies. I know what you're yeah. saying, though, sure. Uh, knowledge. Never one for science. I've now found an area I'm fascinated by, and I know my stuff when it comes <laughs> to fertility. Fortunately, it's not something you get... Uh, a pub quiz specializing in and friends going through it generally prefer to get their advice from actually qualified doctors. Do you want to use the word niche or niche, depending on uh, if you're American or British? Yeah. <laughs> I will say, however, that because we have a podcast and we're very open about um, what we're doing, I have been asked by people I know in life what I know. Yeah, and me ad- too. And advice on drugs. and Me too. Yeah. And I'm certainly no expert, but... I do have some. You play one on TV. Uh, yeah. I mean, I've, I, I just share my experience and stuff I've read. I don't ever say, 
you're an expert. Do this, yeah. Right, yeah. But that's all people are looking for, I think. And that's why we started the podcast, so people can right. have an everyday kind of, yes, this is what we went through. kind of like, Mostly you. I just sat here. It was Bob Ross the entire time. So. Yeah, basically. This one is a disturbing forever association with your phone alarm. This is talking about reminding you when to take your do your shots and stuff. And I only had to go through it once. Yeah. So this one doesn't necessarily apply to me so much. A uh, needle badassness, I will claim this one. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't afraid of needles before. I mean, I have tattoos and I've gotten shots and... But there was some trepidation towards that big needle that I had to give you that you're like, I was going to... Oh, God. I was oh, yeah. going to have it. And it was like, yeah. are we done? Shot. That's it? <laughs> yeah. So if I had to do that again, I wouldn't be afraid of that one anymore. Right, right, right. But... But I, I gave myself shots. That's not everybody can do that. You gave yourself a lot of shots in weird places like the stomach. Yes. That's not something I want to do to myself ever. <laughs> it's it's interesting. I'd rather get in a fist fight I with do, somebody. I will say, I don't think I'm as badass as somebody who grew up with type 1 diabetes. Yes. Well, they beat me, probably. Right? Eh, they're yeah. poking themselves all the time. I guess. But I might claim second to that, if there was a second. You poke yourself all the time? Well, I, I was really good at it. I know. Ridiculous hormones, emotions. Let's see. She uh, talks about how now that she has her baby, she's so emotional about having the baby. I don't know. You don't experience emotion usually, so yep. You push it back to a little tight ball in the very back of your head until it and explodes make, one day. And then I make jokes, <laughs> jokes, jokes, jokes. Yeah, and hope to be okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that one's a little bit different, but. I mean, our emotions are all fucked up anyways, so... Right. Uh, number eight, extreme gratitude. So she's super happy about her baby. Like, grateful. Even in the sucky times. I hope that we can remember that, too, in the super sucky times of two babies who won't stop crying. So this... Yeah, this transfers to what we see in public sometimes, where people are, like, yeah. not paying attention to their kids, or they're on the phone, their kids are Or they're like, just being so mean to them. Yeah, they're like, Dad, play with me, play with me, or something. Their dad's on the phone, he's like, not now, and that pisses me off. I understand that life's in the way. I understand you have work and stuff, but fuck you. <laughs> you have yeah. a kid. Take your goddamn kid. Yeah. I didn't they... think about it that way. And the phone's a big one for me because what do they say? The phone use is the new alcoholism or something where kids aren't being, they're not getting their emotional needs met. I, I'm interested to see what it'll be like for me in the phone because when she was in the hospital, part of my trauma and PTSD was I deal with it by looking at the phone to see, like, because how did my therapist explain it? Your trauma brain is trying to find out, get, gather all the data and information to analyze the scene to make you make you safe and survive. Okay. And so that was what I was doing. Okay. And I still sometimes do it for no reason. Just like I need to do that. Sure. Just so I hope that I can put it down and just, yeah, deal do with it in a different way. Do what Bob Newhart suggests and stop, stop doing, doing that. that. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. And then the next one is the same things, basically. More gratitude. So I thought that was a, f a good list to remind people. Um, stuff to think about. Uh, hang on, I was, quite, I was quite rubbish with friends' children. What does that mean? I think the same so thing as I, what I said about number one. is hard to be around other people and their kids. Okay. See, I'm the complete opposite, where I think kids are still amazing. Not still. I'm not saying I don't think they're I amazing. Know, I know, I know. But they... I like like to be around kids, and I like to talk to them still, and I like to treat them like I we treated Persephone, where we'd have conversations and stuff. And like even there was a little girl on our I, a guy I met at basketball. He's on my team, and he had brought his little girl who was like five, 
and I had a long conversation with her during halftime about mm-hmm. and I thought it was I don't know it's something I enjoy doing still so yeah oh, I bet everybody heard that you yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay all right so we'll post this yeah on our Facebooks um, and I guess we can do you mind do you want to watch a small clip of Star Trek with me Right now? Yeah. Okay. It has to do with fertility and children and birth and oh. stuff, and I thought you might enjoy it. Well, since it's Mr. Lipman, I will. Okay. <laughs> Fortunately, we've advanced beyond that. Genetic modification is the treatment of choice. If you can project an image of the spine, can you use the genetic data to show us the whole baby? So what they're talking about is she's pregnant. I could. And she's a Klingon. And they showed the spine, which has a small issue. Mm. So they said they do genetic modification to get rid of the issue, which is fine. Curious. I guess. But it brings up in this episode something else. But anyways, they then are able to extrapolate what she looks like when she's being born based on her thing, which I'll show you. So one's human, one's Klingon. That's what she'll look like when she's born. And she's beautiful. She gets really annoyed because she's no she's no there is oh. she she resented growing up half Klingon because she had a oh. hard time. So this gets into later on where she she wants to do modifications to get rid of those. Got it. Which is interesting because we always talk I about, want to talk about on this. Podcast. Well, we always talk about gen- genetic modification, but yeah. there's also what well, we we have in the past. Okay, <laughs> it's one of We're our it's one of our hot button, hot button <laughs> topics. But also later on, she goes to the holodeck and she extrapolates what her child will look like at eight, like eight years old or nine years old, um, which I thought was kind of cool. And you know how we kind of do that sometimes? There's those sites that show you they'll do that, kind of. And they like, do that for missing children a lot. Yes, and <laughs> and I have thought about doing that. Oh gosh, I, I don't. I don't want to, but I've obviously thought about doing that because part of me is like, what will she? What would she look like at ten? You know. Uh, no, we're getting a little ahead of ourselves oh. for the melancholy moment. Oh, sorry. I'm Although that. this could be the melancholy moment because I don't really have anything. Okay, well, this will be it then. Okay. Because um, it's something I've always thought about. I don't know. If I know you have. on the Facebook grieving mom groups I'm in, people have done that. They've done that. What are their experiences have been? Um, they've just shown the pictures and said I don't know exactly what they said. Yeah. I just remember thinking at that like I could I don't want to do that. Yeah, no, I'm not sure I do either, but it's interesting when you have the technology readily available, and, um, yeah. So if somebody could show you what your children look like right now, would you see it? Would you want to see it? Well, we're so close, I wouldn't want to see it. Okay. What about if they're, like, when they're 10? I, no, no. Okay. Because of our experience, I don't know that they're going to make it to 10. Wait, what? Oh. (laughs) Honestly. I wish you wouldn't think like that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's it's sad that it, you make it, that it thinks like that. I don't want you to think like that. I know I can't stop you from thinking like that, but to me, what happened doesn't normally happen. I know, but to me, it's more. It's not a guarantee. Well, nothing in life is guaranteed, as we know. But still, I mean, I'm not gonna. I'm not going to raise our children with that thought in my head of or tell them you might not make it to ten. <laughs> I mean, well, will, but but will that lead your actions, like? No, you can't play in the front yard because something might happen. Oh, I'm sure. I'm absolutely sure I'm going to be the worst helicopter mom now. So, therapy? <laughs> I still go to therapy. Continue? I'm going this week. Talk about that and say, <laughs> I, I, okay, just making sure. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Neither do I. But that's, I, yeah. 
I currently would not want to do age, whatever they call it. I don't know what they call it either. Yeah. Okay, All moving right. on. I was watching that episode a few nights ago, and I thought I would mention it, so. Yeah, it's kind of relevant. <laughs> Thanks for giving me, throwing me a bone. It's kind of relevant. No, it's not. It's going to be like that. I don't, I don't even care. Whatever. <laughs> my feeling. Just that, wait until we get to feel That is everybody. your attitude these days. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise, we're doing, doing a podcast. <laughs> All right, uh, so, um, cat corner, cat corner, meow, 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 cat corner. Meow. Okay. So we have another Zelda episode of cat corner. Do you ever have anything that's not a Zelda episode? Never cats don't do much. Zelda's eye revenge? What is that? All right. So if you remember back a long time ago, um, when we had the Christmas tree, and I was trying to teach her not to climb up the Christmas tree. And I sprayed her right in the eye. Yep, yep, and she had eye problems. Yeah. Yep. And I thought I blinded her and what have you. Well, it was, I think it was last week Wednesday, because the geeks were over record, and recording their rap song. It wasn't our rap song. It was our one-year anniversary. Okay. <laughs> so um, I'm sitting in the chair up there, and I grabbed her. I didn't, and that sounds extreme but she was like standing on the leg of the chair so then i picked her up and i was just hugging her and cuddling her and she was trying to get away and i was like no you need <laughs> love to me. me love me and then i was letting her go and she hit whipped me in the eye with her tail so hard <laughs> that i couldn't open my eye for 15 minutes it actually hurt and i was afraid i was there was gonna be like actual damage in my eye it was watering <laughs> Um, Did you see her, like, across the room staring at you, like, gloating? <laughs> Why do you like that, huh? Well, I actually didn't think it was revenge until I went to work the next day and was talking to Ben, and Ben was like, she's just getting back at you from when you tried to blind oh. her. I was like, you're right. It could be, yeah. But what's also interesting is the week before there was a pink eye scare at my work. <laughs> or maybe that same week, that Monday. And so I thought people, I thought I would come to work with a big red eye from the cat tail, and people would think I was at work with pink eye when really it wasn't pink eye. But I was only had a couple bloodshot little lines in my eye the next day. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> You're really bad. She's like, I'll teach you to hug me. Stop <laughs> hugging eye me. My eye must have just been wide open at the time she's <laughs> whacked it with her tail. Nice. Yeah. Got some hair in there as well, I'm sure. Oh, probably. Yeah? It was awful. Well, good job, kitty. Oh, and the other thing I'll say is I wake up usually most, almost most mornings now with a new cat scratch on my arms. Cat scratch fever. Um, from what? Do they scratch you while you're awake? Um, so I think it's because Battle Cat and I, um, fight a lot <laughs> during sleep time. Like verbal spars. Well, I want her, to, I'm in so much pain when I'm sleeping, when I have to turn over. Turning over is hard. Laying on certain body parts for too long makes them ache and I have to move immediately. And she doesn't want to move. Like she'll be laying on me. She's tired. And I'll try to ask her to move. One night this weekend, she actually bit my hand and my skin was in her mouth. <laughs> She didn't bite hard. It was like a warning bite. Last night, huge scratch on my arm. Well, maybe you should make a bed for her like I do. She stays in her beds usually when I make beds for her. <laughs> and I thought we had a truce. I thought she knew to lay on the other side of the wrong. U-shaped pillow. <laughs> and now she lays on the U-shaped pillow, snuggled up next to me, which sometimes is really wonderful. Okay. And sometimes it causes me great pain. All right. Usually I'm going to go with the great pain, I'm guessing. Probably. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I don't really have much for Neil. There's a surprise. <laughs> he doesn't do anything. Except for attack food dish- dishes. <laughs> All right. Show based on reality. Oh, the humanity. Oh, Aziz family. Show the profanity. Oh, 
All right, that song. Okay, TV show check-in time. This okay. is us. Oh, Season boy. finale. Oh, that was a season finale? Quite controversial. It was? Why was it controversial? I think because people are disappointed in it. Because they the, the penultimate episode, oh. we thought we were going to learn how Jack died. Yeah. Spoiler alert. You don't learn how Jack dies. You don't died. learn how Jack dies. In fact, the old... In fact, yeah, they definitely did that because... What's her name? The Kate was talking about how it's her fault. Yeah. And then they, they end it with a co- phone call to him, convincing him. Yeah, that, they they fucked us right in the butt. They did, so yeah. I think people are upset about I'm it. still sore. Plus, that entire episode was just about the mom and dad in the past. Yep. The whole thing. And it wasn't even like the past we know of. It was like a new past. It is where we first met. Yay! Which I guess is interesting, but they could have weaved that in at any other time We also want to know more about the current characters, too. Yeah, I feel like that's where they're getting... Like, they're not doing it as well as other shows have done, is is putting those timelines together so we can see everything. Mm -hmm. They should take a a page out of the Voyager's handbook. They did it really well. (laughs) Chris just got done watching a rewatch of the Star Trek Voyager series. Seven seasons, 24 episodes. (laughs) It takes a long time. Yeah. Um, So, we'll have to wait till the fall, and maybe they will get better you know what's weird i'm okay waiting like i'm not like oh i need to see it i need to see it now like you are at some shows when they end for the season i'm okay waiting yeah they, they okay didn't they didn't put me on like uh like you want to know what happens next they, they didn't put me there what are you doing it sounded like somebody was knocking on the door no oh, it sounded even like, zelda went to see who was at the door no, it sounded like cats were running around okay so. all right uh the bachelor isn't that show done it's over it's over everyone <laughs> We made it! It wasn't required to <laughs> we watch. Survived it. <laughs> you can just turn it off. <laughs> well, and it's um, among Bachelor fans, it has, it has become known as the worst series, season of The Bachelor. For boredom or just yeah. the, the dude? or The dude, it was boring and he was gross. Okay. And so which... Good it, news, you can still see Gross Nick if you want to watch Dancing with the Stars that premieres tonight, I guess. Is that on the same show, channel? Yeah. Oh, that's why. Yeah, gross. Hey. I the, don't think him and his lady love are going to last. <laughs> but aren't they going to get married? Did he propose no. to her? Well, yeah, they all do that. Did she say yes? Yeah. So, They're not going to get married. They're going to break up. I give them till Dancing with the Stars is over. I think he'll find a new... Because uh, they'll want to hype it up. ABC will be like, don't, don't break up yet. We'll give you this much money if you don't break up yet. Because they'll want him to be on the show dancing, and they'll want her to be in the audience. Everyone will be like, ooh, are they still together? Are they not? Is she there? What does she look like? Is she smiling for him? Does she seem upset at him? Really? Yeah. Would it be, like, worth money if, like, his dance partner and him had an affair, and then that's what broke him up? Probably. They should do that. Telling you. I know. I think his dance partner recently had a baby and is married, so. (laughs) And? That's what an affair is. (laughs) I know, but... (laughs) Anyway, the, the best news is that The Bachelor Pad is coming back this summer. Uh, That's my favorite one. Because uh, okay. they stick all these young, attractive people on an island. <laughs> it's like a resort, though, right? There's oh, like, yeah. Go to this island and survive. No, it's not Survivor. <laughs> and they have this, um, I can't remember his name, but the bartender? What was his name? He's like the best character on the whole thing. Chris Hemsworth? No, they all just love this bartender. He's this old Mexican guy. Oh, does he get laid? He should. I don't know if he does. Um, and they get to stay on the island if they are coupled up. If they're not coupled up, they get kicked out. Seriously? Yeah. And they keep introducing new single people every week for the what whole thing. The and fuck? so then if, if, like, you and I had just met and we were coupled up with one, but then, ooh, look at that guy. He just got here. I might like that guy more than you. <laughs> it's so great. 
Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I will not be watching this. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, my friend Davis better come over and watch it, because he didn't come over very much to watch The Bachelor. Is the uh, crazy lady going to be on the show? Um, I would be shocked if she wasn't. Right. I just know that Raven is going to be. Who's that? She was one of the finalists. Do they, like, uh, do they go there with the intention of finding someone, or just avoiding... Oh, they always do. That's what they always do. But this is, like... Bachelor pad. It's like you're gonna go just to have sex and stuff. But yeah. they all go looking for relationships. That's what they say. That's what they say. I, I honestly think some of the girls. That's why they go. But they they obviously. And I'm go sure the dudes go just to hang out with the super hot chicks. But most of them probably go just to try to get some fame, right, and recognition. A lot of them probably do that too. I'm gonna go all of them. <laughs> I think you're being generous by saying a lot of them. <laughs> well, you're probably right. Like who does? What kind of person goes to that show anyways? It's got to be somebody who doesn't mind. Their life in the Well, the thing light. is, is like these Bachelor shows, they do the show and then they become part of the Bachelor family or the nation. And they, they have like gatherings for people who have been on the show before to get together a lot. And so like it becomes, I think it becomes normal life for them. Whatever. So they don't think it's that odd to go on a TV show to find love. Like that's just what they do. So I, I do think some of these people <laughs> legit will go there thinking they're going to find love. Okay. I think a lot of these people might have some issues with their minds. <laughs> Well, duh. <laughs> Obviously. That's why it's good to watch them on TV. All right. <laughs> uh, okay, Iron Fist. Iron Fist started. Yay. What's Iron Fist? Because a lot of people, I said that to a lot of people today, and they were like, what are you talking about? Oh, Iron Fist is a Marvel superhero, or a street-level superhero. What that means is you have, like, the big guys, like uh, the Hulk and Thor. Those guys have, like, lots of power, right? The street-level people don't have huge power. They're, like, normally just kind of normal people with a little bit something different. So Daredevil. He's just a guy who's blind, who's got training, right? Well, he can also kind of see. Well, from through his training and stuff, but yes. Well, you're right, you're right. Um, but Jessica Jones. Not, she has super strength because of mystery. Right, but she's not invulnerable <laughs> or anything. She right. can be she shot can in the face, yeah, and yeah. she's less uh, less powerful. Luke Cage seems to be a little Luke more invincible. Luke Cage is a little more invincible. He's, yeah, he's got, like, diamond skin. He can't hurt his skin. Um, and now this is the Iron Fists. So these four in the future make a group called the Defenders, where they're, like, just a bunch of low-level guys who run around doing stuff that the upper guys could probably do, but they're too busy saving the world and stuff. So. Yeah. It's interesting. I like it. And this one, and they each have their boroughs in New York. They're all from New York. Did you look up what the boroughs are? No, I forgot. Yeah. Um, but we do know, like, uh, Daredevil is Hell's Kitchen. Hell's Kitchen. And, and Luke Cage is Harlem. Harlem. I want to say, who are we missing? Jessica Iron, we, Jones. We, we're guessing Iron Fist is Manhattan. Manhattan. And then maybe Brooklyn was Jessica Jones. <laughs> I don't remember. Uh, but anyways, it's kind of neat. Um, I'll just talk about the show in general. What is your thoughts about it? That's who the Iron Fist is. He's just a guy. His name's Danny Rand. He's a guy who does some training and does some stuff. Well, there was some controversy that they did not cast an uh, Asian actor to play him. Even though he's never been an Asian actor? I thought he did. Yeah. Oh. Well, then that was fake controversy. Everything's fake controversy. Okay. So I will say that... <laughs> the Asian guy named Danny Rand. <laughs> I will say... That my favorite so far out of the four is Je Jessica Jones. It's okay. going to be hard to beat that. She's female. Because yeah. she's female, and I thought it was really good. Um, Luke Cage was stylistically really cool, really cool characters. So boring. It was really slow. I, can't, I couldn't even remember if we finished watching it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> she said, Iron Fist was coming out on Friday, and she's like, we should probably finish Luke Cage. I was like, we, we already did. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's so unfortunate because... 
He's a cool character with other cool characters, villains and stuff. Yeah. But I think they made a huge mistake on that by killing one of the villains way too soon. That's like, where he was a way much better villain than the chick one. Honestly, that's where that should have stopped the show. Like or stopped. That's there. what was interesting, right? Yeah. And then after that, it was kind of like, oh, <sighs> his brother's around. Yeah, okay. I don't really care that much. All right. so. Yes. Um, um, so people argue this one's really slow. The last episode, because we, we usually watch two at a time. Yep. And so I think yesterday's first episode was also very slow, but I think the second one picked up. Yeah, I mean, I understand what they're saying. There, There's not a lot I of, like... I still don't think it's as slow as Luke Cage. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how to... It's hard to compare them, but um, yes. I, I like I like the show. It's fun. I, I like the story. I'm interested in the story. Yeah. So when you get me interested in the story, you don't need to have somebody being kicked every five seconds, you know? And that's what I like. I like sure. the story. Luke Cage, I like the story until we got to... Oh, we just beat the bad guy. Now what do we do? We have four more episodes, three more episodes. Yes. <laughs> so it yeah. was more than three. It I was know. like seven. No, no, no. It's only like ten episodes. It's or anyway. It's thirteen. Oh, is it? Yeah. For some reason, I thought it was ten. Yeah, it was a lot, regardless. Um, but I like the story. I like the people. I like the villain kind of. I don't know. I like. I like the whole story so far. Well, and the, and this is what the one where they're really weaving it into the others. Yes, so far. Connecting it. So yeah. anyway, if you're looking for stuff to watch on the Netflix, <laughs> and you haven't started any of these series, um, I don't know that you should start with Iron Fist. No, start with Daredevil, season one. Yeah, because the order goes Daredevil, season one, Jessica Jones, Daredevil, season two, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, I right? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Yep. And I look forward, to, and then Defenders is coming out, I think, sometime next year. Or maybe this year, actually. I think it's coming out I this year. I can't remember year. if it was Jessica Jones 2 or the Defenders next. I, yeah, I think Defenders comes out later. But either way, it's all going to be in the same city. They all got kind of tangentially related plots. Mm-hmm. So, like, in Daredevil, they're like, why are they buying all these warehouses? <laughs> and in uh, Iron Fist, they're like, why are we buying all these airport warehouses? <laughs> well, they have characters in all of them. Yep, same characters. Same characters and stuff. It's so just it's really, fun. real good. So I, so I, I recommend watching it. Yeah, and it's one of those things that's uh, it's limited. You know, it's just 13, 13 50-minute episodes or whatever, so you get through them kind of quick. Quicker than you do if you're watching seven seasons of Voyager, 24 episodes. Yes. <laughs> and I would say you don't have to be a comic book aficionado or geek nope. <laughs> to enjoy them. Nope. Or follow along, even. Yep, because they're just yeah. good stories. Yeah. All right. Any other TV you want to talk about? Nope, good talk. Okay. Uh, then we're going to the stress level scale. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, I have, I've gotten almost everything done I need to get done. I'm Bob Ross. <laughs> so. Are you four or five? <laughs> I'm four, but I can't remember what four is. Four is. Serenity Now. Serenity Now. I'm yes. at Serenity Now. It's, to, it, we've been, it's been a while since so we've yeah. done it. It's Bob Ross. Dorothy, Dorothy when Rose tells the same Olaf story. Midichlorians. Midichlorians. Serenity Now. Serenity Now. And our current reality. <laughs> Trump presidency. <laughs> Which every day brings something that b- brings up your stress like, what? Yeah, we don't need the arts. Fuck it. Bring more military. That's what we need. Yeah. Anyways, we have the worst military in the world, obviously. I'm just going to say this. I want two laws to be passed. Number one, <laughs> if you are the first family, you have to live in the White House. That is kind of fucked up, isn't or, it? Or... If you don't want to live in the White House, you have to pay for your own security. Yeah, I understand. We pay so much money to have them not live in the I White know. House that we could have, we could continue to have school lunches. I understand that's an issue. 
<laughs> it but bugs me so much. I understand it's an annoying issue, but to me it's just a small drop in the bucket compared to let's cut funding for the EPA. We wouldn't have to cut that funding if we weren't spending all this money on the security for them to live in New York City. They would cut it anyways and add more money to the military, Ugh. which is already Whatever. the same budget as the next like eight countries combined. <laughs> the second law I want... Ooh, two laws. Yeah, I said I want two laws. All right. Is that if you are a senator or representative at the state level or the federal level, you need to go to your freaking town hall meetings at least once a year. Eric Paulson. His name is Eric Paulson. Who is a representative for a lot of the suburbs around where we live. Um, has not done, done an in-person town hall meeting in six years. Is that because people hate him? Yes. Because oh, he does not do what his constituents want him to do. Although, Why do they, they keep, keep voting, voting for, for him. him. So obviously, so he's, the majority of people are... Well, it's a huge... I think it's a gerrymandered oh, district. Well, that's something we should get rid of anyway. So, so it's very conservative. Let's go. Overriding the Democrat. Anyway. Yeah. Those are the two laws I want. I think we just get rid of everybody. Start over from scratch. Five kings. Not queens. Oh, they're already done. Five Kings. If you want to know more about the Five Kings, tune into the oh. Geeks Next Door on Friday morning. <laughs> All right. Enough politics. I get enough of that at work. <laughs> Music's are a little bit longer today. Okay, names, names, and more names. Uh, okay. We got some guesses, right? Um, we do. All right. D like writes in. D two. Some if you want to get a little more specific. Uh, says long time listener, first time emailer. He's got a few names. Aries. Good guess. Yeah. Well, he's right. Achilles. Correct. Good guess. Linus. Also accurate. Terrible guess, but accurate. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's funny. I think he knew Linus was a weak guest because he included where Linus really comes from. really long explanation yeah. of why. <laughs> like, no, you don't understand. Linus was the son. Was the god of Apollo? Son of Apollo? I'm like, yeah, I hate that name. Linus is not a name I would ever name anybody. Sorry, it's just personal preference. I don't like Linus. But but he's right though. Obviously, he's right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Any other guesses that you know from this week? Um. Don't think so, but I just want to make sure. Uh, I think that was all. I think that's it. Yep. Okay. Okay. If we forgot your your guess, I'm sorry. I apologize. I did want to um, be more clear on the hint we gave last week, because <laughs> I think a lot of people missed that. Oh, what was your hint? I don't remember it. So, um, so we have two hints out there. Number one. One of them is a name that I thought was from Shakespeare, but is not. <laughs> the worst clue ever. I know, but it's accurate. <laughs> Number two, the it's new like, clue. One of the names is a current member of the Twins baseball team, but it's actually not. <laughs> like, what does that mean? That's a terrible clue. I know. Um, and then the new clue, and this is Amy's opinion only, I think, is that one baby's name seems to be more of like a tough guy bruiser kind of name. <laughs> and one name seems to be more on the sensitive artsy side. Maybe Dave got that because he said Aries and Linus. So. <laughs> Maybe. So that's the new hint. Okay. And uh, we only have... We're going to get there soon, but we don't have much time left until these babies are for sure here. We have approximately 20 days. 18. So I said approximately. <laughs> so... um. 
We're going to give an eliminated name that Chris is very doubtful about. All right, here's some eliminated names. We have two, right? Two to share? Yeah. All right, go for it. Share the eliminated name. So we did briefly consider the name Riker. I will say, Amy <laughs> considered it more than me. I did. But I do like the combination of YK in the name. I don't know why. I it's like nice. That. It's yeah. like YK. It's weird. Yeah. yeah. So if you don't know, um, William Riker William is a character. William T. Riker. He's <laughs> a character from Star Trek The Next Generation. Perhaps the character in Star Trek ever who oozes the most sexuality. Sure. Yeah. So, I mean, more than Captain Kirk. Uh, old school fans would argue Kirk just because he constantly makes out with aliens. But, but so does Riker. Riker doesn't just make out with them. Riker, Let's be clear. Like, <laughs> you could just go to a planet, any planet, and they'd be like, ooh, I'll take one of those. Basically. <laughs> could be a lesbian planet. They'd still be like, oh, for sure. I'll take one of those. <laughs> Didn't he do that in one episode, actually? No, that was just a matriarchy. So, okay. yeah. Uh, and the second one? Uh, Apollo. Yes, the sun god. We chose not to use that. Okay. That's all you want to say about that name? But if you guessed either of those, you are correct. <laughs> <laughs> Even though we've eliminated them. I so. will say a lot of people did guess Apollo. Yeah, it's a, it was a pretty popular name, but yeah. Pop, I don't know. It's not a popular name, but it's more of a popular guess. It's, it's a more commonly known that there you go. That's a good. Greek origin name. Yeah, but why has it got to be Greek? It's not our game. Our names aren't Greek. Just because Persephone was Greek. I think that's why people are going in that direction. Oh, I see. It's because Persephone was yeah. Greek in origin. You should look more like further east people. I'm just saying. <laughs> it's a little hint. Don't worry about it. Anything else you want to say about names? Um. No, I don't think so. Okay, I will say I wrote an email about a name today, which I will send off. It's a draft. I drafted it. Which I'll send off once the babies are born. Oh, I, I was going to ask you about that. I think book. you'll know about it. Yep. You know about it. And once the babies are come, then other people will know about it. <laughs> and I will say, it's getting really hard for me to keep the names secret. And <laughs> I'm never going to share a secret with you. <laughs> <laughs> this is a happy, exciting thing. It's not like a that's true devastating yeah, life secret. Right, my my genital warts. You don't need to tell anybody about. Right. <laughs> um, and so I was I instant messaging with a couple friends over the weekend. And one came very close. And he lives in Colorado. He doesn't listen to this show. Wait, what? You mean he got it? He got really close. No, he got it. All name, all guesses are correct. Right. And I told him that. But he, I also said, but you're also close. Oh, all right. <laughs> and so. Anyway. Yeah, we're getting down there. Only 18 days to go. People Although one wait. of his guesses was Apollo, so I can say that. Oh. Out loud. That's why he was close. And that's why he was correct. Right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> All right, final countdown. Did you... Week did, 35. Did you hear it at bowling this week and think of it? Because I did. Yes. <laughs> I was like, is our podcast on? <laughs> so week 35, 18 days left. 18 days! Woo! Seeing the 18 days... T18. Uh, helped a lot. Because that doesn't seem like very many. Where so, three weeks seems like a lot. Oh, but what about two weeks and four days? That, that seems seem, like even less. Yeah, it seems like... That, I don't know. That, that's soon. Yeah. <laughs> Looking forward to it. Okay, you keep moving the blanket, oh. and my legs are real cold. Well, why didn't you tell me that? Because <laughs> I thought you saw what I was doing with the blanket. No, this is my blanket. If you wish me to share it with you, I can. But. So we record in a basement, and it's a 
basically finished basement, kind of. They just didn't put, like, heat vents into, like, the living area. Yeah, there's no heat vent that comes into here, which is <laughs> weird. So it's, it's cold when you record it's this. It's a bit chilly, but it's not, like, super cold. Like, it's cold. first day of spring, and it's almost 60 degrees out finally today. Today was the first day of spring? Yeah. I should have saved my run for today. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, it didn't get warm until, like, 4. Yesterday, weird. I went running at, like, 5, remember? Because okay. it did get warm until yeah. 5. Same, but... but um, sitting down here when we're not recording this, we'd have to have the heater on. <laughs> right. I turn the heater off. Otherwise, it sounds like this while you talk. Go ahead and talk. Uh, yeah. I get it. It's loud. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite thing about 18 days to go is that Amy's like... We're not there yet. Her, like, uh, her anger levels... <laughs> we're not there yet. ...are like, hi, Amy, how are you doing? I'm fine. How are you? <laughs> shut up. Why don't you just go to work and shut up? Shut your stupid face! <laughs> it's not that bad. Oh, no, not at all. Look out! Alright, I'm, I'm actually interested in this week. Um, honeydew melons. Is that like a pineapple? <laughs> Obviously you not. Never, you've eaten honeydew melon. I know, it's but I melon only, that's like greenish. I only see it when it's cut up. Well, that is true. You don't, you don't just go get a honeydew melon and eat it. It's Actually, I have do. done that at the store before, yeah, because I thought it would be good. Um, okay, I guess. Uh, this is terrible. They don't know at this point, because again, other websites told me it was pineapple. It was pineapple like a month ago. Pineapple, baby, baby, pineapple? Yeah, I remember because we played that song. So <laughs> that's why I picked to talk about the melon, because... It's a new fruit, at least. <laughs> Not one that <laughs> other people have mentioned. Full honeydew melon. I don't want to see it. I want to see it, like, next to something. It doesn't help me, you know? Um, type in next to that banana for scale. Next to banana? No, put right space banana for scale. Why? What I do? that's a thing that people do. It is? Yes. This is weird. <laughs> I don't know why people do that. I do remember buying one of these, though. Okay, regardless, whatever. It's a popular summer melon. Yeah, I like it. I think a lot of people don't, though. I like it, but I don't like cantaloupe. But I like honeydew melon. But how do you flip Fantasia? I don't eat the cantaloupe. You cannot cantaloupe without flip Fantasia. <laughs> okay, uh, next one. Oh, wow, that was quick. Yeah, I just tell you, when I hear his voice on this particular song, it, like, releases all kinds of happy endorphins. endorphins. yeah. Because it's the first song I ever heard of his. From when I first fell in love. I've only had one love in my life. Europa? <laughs> yes. Um, that's not true. I've had many loves in my life, so... Okay. Um, so, I had an official weigh-in last week. Okay. So, my grand total of weight gain... Okay. Is 46 pounds. You have lost more than... You've gained more than I have lost. Really? Oh, by far. I but you're I, also putting on muscle. Yeah, they say that. I think it's a cop-out. <laughs> I think it's a cop-out for people that are like... Well, you just look like you're disappearing before our very eyes. Not my tummy. It's still there. <laughs> I checked today and I felt not good about it. <laughs> oh, that's only going to change through diet. Just ask Dr. No. I don't... I eat good, except for the chips at night. <laughs> But besides that, I eat good. <laughs> the fast food is not a good way to eat. What? The fast food. 
Well, of course not, but I try to limit that to once a week unless Amy's, like, pregnant and like, go get me cheeseburgers! I know, but it's not like we're cooking chicken and salad and vegetables every night for dinner. No, but I eat normal, normal foods. Okay. Oh, this is what I mean, people. (laughs) Oh, okay. Yeah, you eat fine, Chris. (laughs) But anyway, so I was only up two pounds in two weeks, which wasn't too bad, I thought. That's one pound per baby. That's good. Yeah. Um, and the book said, remember, to gain f- between 50 and 60? Yeah. You're right there. 46. And I remember wondering how on earth I was going to be able to do that. Oh, I had faith in you. <laughs> I don't think I have a choice anymore. Yeah, you're right on, I right just on keep track. growing. Does it ever feel like, like you don't have a choice? Like, you're just a vessel. And you're around... I'm a host. Or, sorry, That's what a that host. GOP lawmaker right. said. You're a host, but I mean, like, you don't... You're not in control of anything anymore. It's just they get to control what you... Or when you put on weight, if you if they want you to move, you know? Uh, no. Because you're in constant pain. Yeah. You can't stop being in constant pain. I'm not even to that part yet. It's their fault that you're in constant pain. <laughs> We're not there yet. Sometimes conversation takes normal avenues, Amy. Well, that's all I have to say about weight. Okay. It's a good song. Watching my TV. No. Sorry, sorry. I know the no, that, parody way more than the original. Seriously, no. <laughs> yes. In fact, um, I think on one <laughs> one of our Geeks Next Door episode, we just started singing that for no reason. We got oh, really? pretty far. It's a I, good song. I don't know the actual oh, words. It's such a good song. Well, there's not that many lyrics, lyrics either. It kind of repeats a little bit. <clears throat> I kind of want to listen to that now. So. Anyway, I like that for the line, uh, put me out of my misery. For the feelings segment. I figured that's what you wanted. <sighs> Okay. I love your number one. <laughs> Rash! <laughs> so I think it was Friday night when I was scratching my belly really hard and then like feeling it. And like my belly goes out and then there's an underneath. I would say it's more underneath than out. Well, that's how my belly is, right? Yeah. And so I can't, um, so I call it the underbelly. And that was itching the most. And then I was like feeling it and there were like little bumps. And so I went to Dr. Google Oh, doctors love when you go to Google. <laughs> and it, it sounded very similar to the symptoms of pups, which stands for, I don't remember, but Chris is going to look it up, nope, maybe. I'm not. Oh, well, it's basically a common pregnancy rash that starts on your stretch marks and can spread to your thighs and your arms and all over, but luckily, not ever to your face. Not your face. Face is fine. <laughs> the, some of my favorite parts about this pups rash is that they don't know exactly why women have it. <laughs> it could be from pregnancy hormones. Or a popular guess is that it's from um, the fetal cells getting into the women's woman's blood supply, which we know is a thing that happens. But like maybe my blood supply is trying to fight it. Okay. The fetal cells, and so it causes a rash. And also, it's very common uh, in women who are having boys. Huh. I wonder why. Well, they might have different hormones in their fetal cells. You'll, you'll also be happy to know that I learned last week that false labor is more common in Klingon pregnancies. So, oh, I'm glad to know that. Yes, yes. Uh, pups. Pru- prutic, uric- 
Urticaric popples and plaques of pregnancy. And plagues of, plagues of pregnancy. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, and so it, it hurts a lot, and it hurts real itchy. And my arms are now a little itchy, and the tops of my hands are also itchy. So. Is it catch? Can I catch it? No. Good. The only cure is for the babies to come out. In the UK, it's known as polymorphic eruption of pregnancy. That seems easier. Use that. Pep. You got pep. Eruption. <laughs> yep. It's an eruption of pregnancy. <laughs> um, but I did, because I didn't know if they'd want to know the doctors that I'm having something, right? And so I um, I was communicating with my nurse, one of the nurses there. And I said, should I put in a little message to the doctors just so they know, or is it no big deal? And then she said she talked to the doctor on call because my doctor's on vacation. And the doctor said that I could have my... Um, labs taken to rule out any other problems yeah and so then I had some more questions for her and I, she was busy and so I, I went to Dr. Google again <laughs> and I because she said they can do some labs to check your for your liver your liver levels or something so I went to pregnancy liver problems and there's another type of rash cholestasis or something cholestasis Chloe, it's like see H-L-O-R something. <laughs> okay. <coughs> Excuse me. It's again, it's a common pregnancy thing. It doesn't start with an H, though. You just keep talking. There it is. Coleostasis. Oh, well, look who found it. Coleostasis. But it's a problem with your liver and the bile levels. Yep. Flow of bile in the gallbladder. Did you your gallbladder taken out? <laughs> I might afterwards. Oh. Just because I've decided. Have I had gallbladder attacks after Persephone was born? You don't it's want very it. I don't want my gallbladder anymore. Take it out. Anyway, um, and this, if the coleo thing um, could be harmful to babies. Okay. So basically, I'm going to have some labs drawn. I actually told her, I was. I texted her, I was like, so I asked Dr. Google, and uh, I do want to get these labs done just in case. Uh, <laughs> so it's right. not going to hurt. They're just going to take my blood and see if my levels yeah, are. Whatever. So. Okay. That's new information for Chris, because this just happened today. Yeah. Have those labs drawn. Yeah, but anyway, I'm real miserable from this rash. It hurts a lot. Like, it hurts real bad right now. Yep. And it really hurts when skin does, skin touches. Can you use, like, lotion or something? Did that help? Um, I have tried some lotions. None of them really make it go away. Okay. I'm going to ask Wednesday I see a doctor. I'll ask about um, Benadryl or, like, what... If there's anything for it, if it gets worse. Okay. Because, like, I want to itch it, and then I do, and then it hurts when I'm doing it. But it feels good, and it hurts. But then after I stop itching, it hurt, just hurts more. It's a really odd situation, and it sucks. All right. But I basically walked around work today just scratching my stomach. <laughs> I'm sure that helps it. <laughs> well, it's over the clothes, so I don't think it did anything. Well... Okay. But I wanted to. Rashes generally don't respond well to you itching them, is what I'm saying. Then they shouldn't ask to be scratched. <laughs> it's really bad if they're actually asking. Scratch <laughs> me! You're like, oh, Jesus Christ. So that's new. And then uh, one thing I forgot to mention last week is I have sciatica. Yep. Which is like nerve pain, right? Yeah, so if a baby moves a certain way onto my nerve, I'll get a sharp shooting pain starting from my butt down my leg. <laughs> okay. Butt pain. You got butt pain. 
And it can happen at weird times. Yeah. It's really bad if I'm walking and it happens because I can't, you can't really, I can't stand on that leg anymore, really. Don't fall. <laughs> it's, it's not pleasant, but it's not constant, so that's good. There you go. Um, I still swell a lot. My feet. <laughs> I agree. Sleeping has become just terrible. I hardly slept last night. Yeah. And I see you've just given up coming into the bed while I'm in there. <laughs> well, there's really no point at this point. <laughs> I must just be too loud. I did try last night, even though you weren't there, to not um, moan and groan every time I had to turn over. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to be quiet, see if I could do it. How did that work out for you? <laughs> uh, I don't know. The cats, like, run when you turn over. <laughs> not bad, cat. That's when we fight. She's sleeping. She's old and she's tired. <laughs> but everyone else is like, oh, God. Because <laughs> you're like, <laughs> but it does hurt. My I, hips hurt. My legs hurt. I'm my belly sure hurts. Sure, it does, and I'm sorry it hurts. I would, if I could take your pain, I would think about it and then maybe do it. <laughs> I don't know that men would take this on. I said I would think about it. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> and then general moving, painful, <laughs> walking around during the day. Uh, it is funny. Hurts. Amy's stomach has been hitting more things too. So oh yeah, I woke running. up Sunday and it's like. Over, over Sunday, right by my belly button, got like stick, sticks out further now, and so I hit things a lot with it, and it hurts. Yeah, that's what I've noticed. You just run into things; it's pretty awesome. But like Chris was saying, I am uh, I'm losing my patience for this. It's getting really, really hard. I actually almost cried last night. Yep. Because I'm still pregnant. And she was just like, "I just want to be I'm not pregnant no more. Come out." Come out! Have you done that? Just like slam into your belly. Come out! No, I just I poke him a little bit and tell him to hurry up. Well, I tell him to kick real hard against the bag of their water so they break. Oh, jeez, <laughs> Lord! How um how many weeks was Persephone? Um, thirty-eight. And how many weeks are we now? Forty-five. So you got three weeks. We're right on track. Second pregnancies are supposed to come sooner. But but you don't want them to if they don't have to, right? They are fine right now. If they came right now, they would have no mandatory NICU time. Because we're 35 weeks. And they know how to suck by 34 weeks. My kids do not suck. My kids are awesome. <laughs> they need to know how to suck to eat. And we I watch them practice their breathing on the ultrasound every week. <laughs> well, they need more practice. Just let them practice a little <laughs> bit more, all right? <laughs> Neil, so, seriously, dude, you're standing so yeah, right in front of the microphone. So yeah, as thankful as we are, and has a, for this to be happening, I'm just I need it. I need them out. I know. Well, no, I'll do time. We'll be, we'll be, you're doing good. You're doing good. And I think Neil wants them out too because he can't figure out how to lay on me anymore. I should start giving you like prizes every week. Do you want a prize every week? Well, speaking of that, I did give myself a prize. Oh. I decided if I made it to 35 weeks, I would get my hair did. Oh, and you got your hair done. I did. So, if I make it to 36 weeks. I think I'm going to get a pedicure. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> that's something to yeah. look forward to. But if you want to get me a pedicure, that's fine. Well, I meant like a small, like a treat. <laughs> <laughs> like, here's a Sprite and a candy bar, Amy. <laughs> but I eat that all the time anyway. Well, but this is from me, so it's special. <laughs> Maybe there'll be a lottery ticket with it. Oh, <laughs> uh, we're moving on already. Did you know our house has a crowd? I thought that was crown. Crowd. Which 
kind of works because we do have people stay here occasionally that are. We often have a crowd. Yeah. I but, like. I like that. Yeah, me too. I just wish I had a bigger crowd. All the time. Children-wise. Oh. I right. told you when we got to marry. When we got when married. We got to marry. When we when we got to marry. <laughs> <laughs> a governess, I told you when we got to marry that we were having five children. <laughs> so we're on three. Yeah. Give me two more and we'll be good. We can't pay for them, though. They have to be free sacrifices. And not at the same time again. Oh, come on. Just get it out of the way. But think of how, like, you don't have to go through it four more times, just two more times. Doesn't that make it nice? Or, like, one more time instead of three more times. No, I never want to do this again. Seriously? With two? No. You'll forget about it in like what I was six thinking. months. <laughs> no, actually what I was thinking, if um, if we were able to get a free sex baby <laughs> after this, and it was just one, it would probably seem like super easy. <laughs> so, wait on, hang on. Would, would Knowing what you know now, would you go back to that day in the lab and be like, just put one in? No. You would still put two in? Yeah. Why? Because I wouldn't know that. Because I want to right now. I always imagined us having twins if we had to do IVF. Oh, I've always imagined us having five children, so get, get used to that. <laughs> We're getting really old for that. Why? Because the older I get, the more chance for abnormalities and problems. Well, just take more iron, apparently. <laughs> All right. So I guess, so now we're talking about nesting. Okay. We played the nesting song. Are we done with this? Wow. No, nesting. Are you tired of talking on the podcast? No, just the nesting part. I feel like we should be done by now. Aren't we done? Well, maybe that's what I was going to say. Oh, what were you? And it, see, and you say that I get annoyed because of just me, and maybe it's because you're acting like this. Like Listeners, what? what do you think? All I said was, aren't we done with that? And you were like, oh! And you like, <laughs> took my head and like, snapped it and stuff. All right, so last week's list was wash the remaining clothes, did it. Good job. Boil bottles, did it. Yes. Fix bottle shelf, did it. Three for three. Clean and put together swings, your mom did it. Four. Batteries for bouncers. We did it. Five. <gasps> They're not in the bouncers though. Ugh. We'll count it as done. Do that. I'm not counting that as done. They're here. They're they're queer. They're easy to put in. Charge camera battery. Ooh. Ooh. Okay, that's something it's remaining. To do. All right. Finish thank you cards. Ooh. Uh, all right. All right. It's on the list for this week though. And then tidy house ongoing, which we did a little bit. Did a little bit. Living yeah. room got out of hand last night for some reason. Yeah. Um. So basically, I keep getting these. <laughs> uh, so basically, because of um, all the big stuff is done, like I would be ready for the babies to be here. Me too. So, so. any time between now and the next eighteen days. Correct. But isn't your doctor gone? Don't you want to have him with your doctor? I love my doctor. But fuck her! I'll have these kids with anybody. <laughs> <laughs> correct. That is the correct answer. <laughs> I do like your doctor as well. I think she's a very good doctor. And I think she's a good fit for me because she accepts my crazy and is very compassionate for what we've been through. Yes, but she also just seems like she's more lighthearted than most doctors. Like, Dr. Newhart yeah. seems like he's like, all right, here's how things are going to happen. They're going to happen, and things are going to be good, and then we're going to do this. And she's like, okay. You know what yeah. I mean? Well, and part of me wonders sometimes, though, if that's a bad thing because some doctors are so more concerned about a twin pregnancy, and she doesn't seem to be. <laughs> But that could be because I also see the the specialty floor, too. Yeah, it also could be that she, like, doesn't want to, like, worry, worry you. Yeah, so she just be. would bring up things that are more worrisome. And since everything's fine, she's not yeah, bringing anything maybe. up. So. Okay, well, I, I'm impressed. You got a lot of stuff done. 
Mm-hmm. Almost everything's good. Well, it wasn't by myself. It was my dad helped and your mom helped. Oh, you didn't even talk about the uh, cameras on the cribs. Oh, and my dad installed the monitors. Monitors are up, ready to go. They are video monitors. Video and audio. I wanted to show Amy how to use them, but she was having no problem, none of that. So, was, so we'll worry about that I later. I was making jokes. I, I, they're so funny. I was like, <laughs> she's definitely an improvist. Improvist? What else do you call yourselves? Uh, improviser? What's wrong with improvist? I'm I taking that never, word back. I've I'm, never heard that I'm word I'm taking before. that word back. Improvist. You can't take a word back if it's never existed before, can you? Sure you can. Are you going to deny my English usage? <laughs> if you're an improvist out there... <laughs> Right in and go ahead and support yeah. my word of the word, my use of the word, improvised. <laughs> okay. I will say I think that's one of his better songs. It's a pretty good one. Even though I don't care for the lyrics. Okay. The song is good. But, <laughs> but with Weird Al, that is what... I know. I, okay. was, I was basically saying the song is good. Oh! <laughs> no, it was, it's good. It's good. Okay. So, uh, but when Chris... That, when, that, like, bass, when that bass beat hits, you know what I mean? That's the song, and it's a good part of the song. No? You don't agree with me? Doom, doom, doom. Living in the frick... No. I, I don't... We're going to start a fight, and I don't want to start a fight about Weird Al. I will defend Weird Al with my best friend! <laughs> I will. <laughs> okay. It's freezer update. Freezer update. We got a freezer! We have a freezer! Yay! We went and picked it up about two hours ago. <laughs> Thanks to a tiny truck. Yep, Ben, thank you very much for helping out. He's never listened to this. Okay, if you know Ben, thank him for me. And yeah. Thank you for helping, <laughs> helping out. Uh, the guy was completely super antisocial and then warmed up to me. Okay. It was weird because like they he had naked lady posters hanging in his garage. Did he? I didn't even notice that. So he lives actually by my grandma, which is kind of interesting. Um, but we went over there and he had never given me his name, and I've asked several times because I'm like, who do I ask for? Usually on Craigslist, we bought it from Craigslist. They're like, here's oh, my name. Oh my gosh. Here's my number. Sorry, Weirdo has a Craigslist song. Why didn't we play the <laughs> Craigslist song? Sorry. Oh Jesus. <laughs> but anyways, he was like. Um, he didn't tell me my name, he, his name, when I went to the door, he's just like, go in the garage, meet me in the basement. I was like, okay. That sounds kind of scary. And I walked in the garage, and it, that's cleverly hidden. Like, you can't tell there's stairs there. No. So he came out, and I was like, oh, it's cleverly hidden. And But I saw that there's a bunch of fishing rods and stuff. He obviously goes fishing, it's right next to the lake. And I said, um, oh, my grandma used to live over here. I love this area. I haven't been out here in a long time. And he seemed to warm up a little bit. He's like, want me to plug it in? I'm like, does it work? He's like, yeah. Then I was like, you don't need to show me if it works. He's the most <laughs> trusting Craigslist purchaser ever. Well, I'm at his house. If I can always bring it back to his house if it didn't work, I'd be like, fuck you. But, and he said... He's not gonna give the, he would not give you the money back? <laughs> it's 50 bucks. Oh, I didn't even know how much it was. It's 50 bucks. And then he even said, you can have it for 40. And I said, no, we agreed on 50. Here's 50. And after that, he kind of warmed up to me. <laughs> so we talked a little bit about the area and stuff and how he talked about the fridge, why he's getting rid of it. So they've had it for like 20 years, 10 years or something like that. And his son recently shot a couple deer, and they filled it up, but it was not enough, so they had to buy a bigger one. So they bought a bigger one. They filled that up with all the deer. 
Okay. But he seemed he got he was nice after a while. It just uh, he's. So I'm gonna like, have to put a call out to a helper who will help me deep clean that fridge. Go smell it. You can't tell anything. There's nothing in that. That fridge is completely clean. That's one reason I picked that one because it's really clean and it doesn't smell. Just because something has deer in it doesn't mean it's bad. You don't believe me. You well, son no, of a bitch. You don't believe me. Does it smell clean or does it just not have a smell? It I want it to smell clean. It smells... I still want to clean it and I can't bend over. <laughs> That's true. So I need someone to come help me clean the fridge. Clean this like wrap Clorox wipes <laughs> around the cat and just throw her in there and just watch her run around. That'd be kind of fun. Don't you remember the Punky Brewster episode? You never play in a fridge or a freezer. You never. No. Why would I remember that episode? Because it's traumatizing. She they got... get stuck in there and they can't breathe. Well, yeah, it's stuff. They really just they got stuck in there. Yeah, no one dies, but <laughs> oh, it's a scary really? episode. Pokey, nobody dies on the Pokey Brewster episode. I thought they were gonna have corpses everywhere. <laughs> no, it was. It's still an episode like they wouldn't have now, because in the eighties they didn't mind about stuff like that. For That's kids. true. It was weird, weird time. So anyway, we have a freezer. Yeah, we have a freezer. It's awesome. It's clean. The light flickers a little bit on the front. He said that's what the only thing that's wrong with it. Um, so yeah, any family members or friends who want to help me clean that fridge out? It's also a little <laughs> bit bigger than the other ones. The other ones were like kind of more tre- chest ones. This one is a little bit wider. Oh, and see, and I thought this one wasn't as big as I thought it was going to be, but it's not too big at all. Right. Or now, it's not too small either. Basically, there's like three sizes. The big, long ones that you're thinking of. Yeah. The little, like, tiny, short ones are just like... More like a stand. They're more tall a square. than they are wide. Yeah, it's a okay. square. And this one's kind of in the middle. Yeah. It's a rectangle. You have like the Goldilocks freezer. <laughs> basically. And the guy was really nice. And the, 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 he said, this is the cleanest fridge I've ever seen. And I agree with him. I still want someone <laughs> to come help me clean it. Oh, this girl over here. So yes, we have a fridge. It's awesome. Everybody looks at the camera. It's awesome. I remember that video. Do you? And why do they look so unhappy when they're singing? They look like they're in pain. Like their face is grimacing as they're yelling shout. They're artistic. <laughs> okay. So again, an update about what people say to me. I actually like, that was a good song. Because the shout and shout was good. But then I like the, these are the things I can do without. <laughs> I know. And I thought of that one up all on my own. I challenged two people at work. To come up with a song about... They failed you, huh? And they both failed me. Uh-huh. Although I will say, I found the section that says these are things I can do without... That's true. Where you put, let it all out. So. We can't be too hard on Ben for failing me because most of the other songs he's helped me come up with. Yeah, we can be as hard on him as we want. He'll never listen to this. That, that is should also we, true. What kind of stuff should we say about him? <laughs> he sucks at Tetris. <laughs> Stupid Tetris nerd. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Can't play Tetris at all. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, oh, Ben and I were leaving work one day and this student was sitting on a bench we were nowhere near her and she just yelled at me any day now <laughs> twice any day now i like to think she's waiting for someone to pick her up and she was just yelling where's my ride any day now okay and i didn't acknowledge because i didn't want her to talk to talk more uh let's see another time i was inside the building walking from one room to my office passing by other offices and these two students, I'm guessing middle 20s, so not like super young, not super old, um, shouted at me and said, that's twins. Guys, these were guys. They were definitely talking about your breasts because they're huge right now. So they're like, look at those twins. They, no, yeah, they were definitely. talking about my breasts. And I looked at them and I said, you are right, but you are lucky you are right. 
And they laughed. Were they like, oh, damn. Kind of like that. And then you, they were like, but I knew it. I knew that was twins. Okay. Seriously. It's not nobody's business. If you say so. And then we went out to eat at a place. I don't know if we say the place. Is that a bad thing? What if they sue us? <laughs> what? We <I> can't. <laughs> We're going to sue you for having an opinion about our place. How do they sue us? I don't know. No, we went to some place called Hazel's in Northeast Minneapolis. Yeah. It was fine. You didn't enjoy your They should meal. relabel the chicken pot pie chicken pot pie soup. Yeah, it was basically just a big soup thing with some crust thrown in the middle. Yeah, it was not a chicken pot pie. Uh, mine was good. I but your some, meatballs were good. I had some meatballs. I appreciate like two more meatballs on my plate, <laughs> but it's kind of a little bit fancy, it seemed like, but not really. It was weird. Yeah. And our, our server sat us. She was very, super nice. She was very nice. I gave but, her a 21% tip. <laughs> Um, but she immediately was like, you're having twins, aren't you? Yeah. Which again, I would never say to a pregnant woman because it's a pretty ballsy thing to say. Because if you're wrong, like that woman already feels self-conscious about how big she is. And then to point out like that she looks so big to have twins, like that's not nice. Whatever. (laughs) We will always disagree on this. I think pregnant women are supposed to look pregnant. You think that pregnant women are entitled to their own individual bodies where they're just hosts for children that are living inside them. Of course we're supposed to look pregnant, but we don't want people commenting on how big or small we are. Especially if we don't know you. Why? (laughs) I will never understand that. Because why would you... If you don't comment to a stranger's on their appearance, do you think it's okay to comment on a non-pregnant lady's belly? Let's say she had antennas growing out of her head. I would say, are those antennas growing out of your head? You know what I mean? Because it's not an, a normal, it's not an everyday. You do it a few times in your life. That's what we've talked about this before. I still think you're going to lose this argument, opinion-wise, of our listeners. I don't know. I think, well, maybe. Because people. some people are more um, type B, type Amy, I like to call them, where they don't like people talking to them. <laughs> yep. But, but also, like, women have a lot of body issues since they're little girls. Sure, right? because society's stupid. Right. And so, again, this is another way that society, people we don't even know, are judging our bodies. See, this gets to the point where, like, I, you can't tell somebody anything. Like, you can't be, go and be like, I really like your smile. People can get upset about that. It depends on the context. Because you're objectifying women. Depends on the context. How is so, like, context? if you were shouting at a woman from across a parking lot and you said that... That's different. That's, that's what they're doing to me. That's... No. That's, that's what they're doing to me. Sure. One person did that to you. And it was These a woman. These people shouted it wasn't across the parking lot. It was across the hallway. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I'm just pointing out that I think it's okay for people to acknowledge other people. <laughs> and you're like... Sure. No, it's not. Fuck that. They could say <laughs> something like... I see that you're pregnant. <laughs> Do you mind if we just if we if I ask you questions? <laughs> and I could have the option then to say, you know, I really don't feel like that right now. Sure. There's no asking me if I want to talk about it or not with you, with you stranger. Yep, you're right. So it takes that away from me. I agree. We will always disagree with this <sighs> because right. in that case, I can't say anything to anybody. I'm taking their option away from them. If I say anything to them. If I say, I really like that shirt, I'm taking that away from them. Because I, they can then... And that's more the shirt, not the body. It's the same thing. Or how it hangs on them. Or you wear that shirt really well. Or those are really nice earrings. Or yeah, I, like, I love a, what you I did with your hair today. I think that's between what you talk to strangers about and what you talk to people you know a little bit better about. See, I disagree. I think it's okay to walk by someone and be like, I really like your hair. I thought about it the other day because there was a girl... 
And she was smiling the entire time. She's on her phone, so I would never interrupt her phone call. But she had one of the nicest smiles I've ever seen. And she was just smiling and laughing the entire time. So I was thinking to myself, if she got that phone call, would I say, you know, I really like your smile? And then walk away. Or, but I don't know because Amy's always like, that girl's going to think you are a terrible person and she's going to hate you. And you can't. You're well, not entitled to your that opinion on that example, girl. That girl would think you're hitting on her. Well, that if you walk away, then there's no other, you know what I mean. Oh, sure. Yeah. It's not like you're then st- sticking around going, hey, eh? 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 You like that smile comment? You hit on women? Eh? Uh, yeah, I make my body like this and I go, eh? <laughs> you're not doing a good job. Eh? <laughs> Got you, didn't it? <laughs> Trapped you. I never saw that move before. <laughs> I know. Uh, it's a pre-marriage move. Don't worry about it. <laughs> or post-marriage move. Okay. I don't know. We're gonna. Yeah, we will always discuss. Have we will always think this is different because I don't know. People comment on my body all the time. All the time. Strangers or people you know. Strangers at the gym. All the time. But you're at the gym. It's like if I were at now the clinic. No, we have clinic. to have context. No, listen. <laughs> it's like if I were at my doctor's appointment. She's an OBGYN. Okay. And other pregnant women were talking about being pregnant and mentioning, well, your belly looks bigger than that person's belly. That's like you being at the gym talking about your bodies. That's it. Well, we don't sit around talking about our bodies. It's usually people that are like, um, what do you want to, what are you working on? Kind of a thing. You want to get those arms bigger? You want to get that chest bigger? <laughs> Maybe they're coming on to you. No, they're just having conversations. <laughs> people know. can have conversations in life. <laughs> Oh, we're always going to disagree. Always. I think I like people. Like, I like, like prenatal strangers. yoga. What prenatal yoga, they're all strangers to me. Sure. But if they were to ask me, how far along are you? Oh, you look really big for that far. That would be much different than strangers yelling at me across parking lots or hallways. I completely understand what you're saying, and I completely validate your opinion. My opinion's different. <laughs> My your opinion is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mrs. Trump. That's how we do things around here. Our opinion's the only right one. Well, if I were truly a Mrs. Trump, I wouldn't be able to even speak words right now. That's true. And you have to apologize for something. I don't know what, yeah. but something. Yeah, we're always going to come have different Fine. opinions on All this. All right, let's move on to the next one. okay. Uh, which is this. Yeah. Like a surgeon. <laughs> that was out of nowhere. There's certain things in some of his videos that are subtle that are funny. Yeah. And certain things, like, I don't think it's funny that the heart slipped out of his hand. Not necessarily. But when the guy walked by and slipped on it, I thought that was funny. Okay. Uh, there's a time where he's washing his hands, scrubbing his hands, and talking. Not that funny. The guy next to him is scrubbing his feet, which I think is kind of funny. <laughs> but not everything works. He's a comedic genius. Uh, I would not go that far. Again, you're incorrect. Okay. <laughs> So uh, we had a doctor appointment. Chris went to it with me last week. And the doctor, um, and you could tell she's done it before, but she went through a spiel of what the C-section experience would be like. Yep. So I appreciated that very much. Uh, I learned some things. So um, I will get a spinal. Spinal tap. I know, spinal tap. That's when they take fluid out. I know, but that's the only, that's the band I know. I know. (laughs) Spinal tap. Um... But there's an epi- you can get an epidural for pain relief or a spinal. So, like, if I were laboring and I had an epidural already and then they had to do a C-section, they would just... So the epidural is where they put um, a needle and they actually put a um, direct line into your something. Okay. But they leave it in there and they keep putting medicine in there. Direct if you need line more or less. To your something. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
And so if I had that already and I had to have a C-section, they'd just give me more of that same medicine. Yeah. With the spinal, it, I guess it's just a shot. A mm. one-time shot, which I did not know. Oh, okay. I thought it was another situation like an epidural. And it must last a certain amount of time? I would hope so. She made it sound like it lasts like eight hours. It would be weird if like certain, like you were a body type that just metabolized it quicker. So like 10 minutes later, you're like, oh my God. Well, that's why they, when she said, I'm going to pinch you a little bit. Oh. She's going to take metal scissors and pinch me a little bit. So I'm not going to worry about feeling the pain. I don't think you're going to feel anything. I think it's going to be like a wisdom tooth removal. Have you had your wisdom teeth removed? No. I only have one wisdom tooth and it is living peacefully and happily in my mouth. (laughs) You only have one. Not bothering anybody. That makes so much sense that you only have one. <laughs> um, because basically, they numb everything. You can't feel any pain, but you feel pressure. Like, you feel a tug or yeah. something, you know? But it doesn't hurt. It's just you know there's something going on. Right. It's going to feel weird. That's what I hear. Especially when they remove organs and, like, put them off to the side for a little bit. <laughs> um, when One thing she did say that I kind of wish she didn't say <laughs> is that sometimes, because the spinal, they have to do it so high up my back that it can sometimes interfere with the nerve that tells oh, my brain that I'm breathing. Yeah. And so that sometimes con- I can feel like I'm not breathing. That conf- that concerned me as well. And I was like, gosh, I wish you wouldn't have told me that. Well, now I'm going to be worried about, do I think I'm breathing? Am I breathing? Yeah, but imagine if she didn't say it and you just all of a sudden felt like you couldn't breathe. You're going to freak out. Maybe. Now she can say, remember how we talked about this? You can the monitors breathe. monitors are on you. We just know you're breathing. feel like it. But yeah, that's a tough one. Yeah. Uh, I did ask her about the arms being tied down. Yep. And she said that the reason they do that is because when they um, when they you're completely numb and then they they scrub you down um, for to clean and stuff, and, but and you can't feel anything, but you know things are happening. Like it's just natural to want to touch your stomach, and then if you touch your stomach and they've already sterilized you, they have to do it all over again. Yeah, and they don't want you like interfering with their operation. <laughs> <laughs> but she said that um, just at the beginning, I'll have to hold on to something. Right. And then after that, I don't have to have my arms tied down, which made me much relieved. Right, because that's going to give you something to do with your arms rather than going like this yeah. or moving your arms down. I imagine if they, like, if constantly people were doing this, they would eventually would tie them down. If they like, we'll give you a couple strikes. But if you start messing around, we're going to have to tie your arms down. Yeah, well, I hear the anesthesiologist will be hanging out I think it'll be fine. Well, I'll be up there. I'll be like, what are you doing with that arm? Put that arm back. It'll be all right. Uh, let's see. I will not have staples. I will have stitches. <laughs> Because it's not the 1800s. <laughs> there will be a horizontal incision instead of a up and down. Yep. Which is a better one to yep. heal. Uh, and then when, after they sew me up, they're going to put two shots in my stomach to help with the pain. And so okay. that's why hopefully I won't need as many oral meds later, even when we get back home. Oh, this reminds me of one th- something that was in S's email where she said, where the uncomfortable thing that they send home to help you with your back or Stomach something because she have got a hernia surgery. from it or something yeah there's a um a wrap you can wear that helps keep everything in it's probably a good together. idea oh i believe me i already have a plan for that because right. you can buy your own from like the baby store okay so i asked some people on the internet and they said oh they give you one to the hospital and they, then they let you take it home so i'll yep. definitely be doing that um one thing we didn't talk about is where Chris will go once the babies are out. Chris go wherever he feels like. Chris is <laughs> like a leaf in the wind. So the babies will come out and they'll wrap them up and then I'll, they'll show me the babies and then they'll put them in a... <laughs> Look, baby! Yeah. And then they'll put them in a uh, incubator. Not incubator. <laughs> like for an egg. Um, kind of. A heating thing. They put them in a thing. Yeah. 
and then they do that with the next baby, and then they have to stitch me up. So I can't really. Did you, I don't think she said I'd be holding the babies during the stitching up part. I don't remember. Either way, at some point the babies will not be with me, and so the question is, where will Chris go? Should he stay with me, or should he go with the babies? What do you want? So I have mixed feelings because number one, I don't want our babies to be alone. And number two, it's unfair that you get to be with the babies and I don't. <laughs> this is what I live with. <laughs> They're in the same room, I think, as where I am, if, as long as there's no, like, we need to take this stone to the NICU right now because of blah, blah, blah. I don't know. It's weird because they were like, you will have to go out the door and come back in the other side. Remember she said that? Yeah. I think they don't want you messing with their instruments. Oh, I will say this. If one or both have to go to the NICU for any reason, you do go with them. Okay. Okay. That I just decided. Okay. But if they're in the same room with us, I suppose you should go. You should probably go to them. Okay. Because I'll probably be fine. Okay. I'll do whatever you want me to do. You have no opinion? <laughs> yes, of course I do, but well, I will do opinion? whatever you want me to do. I want to know your opinion. I My opinion is that you're more important. If you're doing okay. I know, we'll have arguments about this for eternity too. But if you're doing okay, then I would... And it's okay with you, I would go see a kid but if you'd rather me wait for us both to see a kid at the same time that's fine too so whatever you want well maybe and then maybe we can just decide when it's happening we don't necessarily have to decide right now it's true and a bigger question though is i learned recently that c-section placentas are big money what <laughs> yeah the stem cells they get out of those from c-sections when, when you have a c-section they take the placenta out right they do in, in normal birth as well they should always do that yes <laughs> But apparently C-section is easier. They're less damaged or something like that. Well, they don't have to go through the canal. Yeah. And, like, getting the stem cells out of that, big money. So no wonder why they don't let you keep the placentas anymore. <laughs> no, some people do. Some hospitals do. Oh. Okay. I don't know about this one. We didn't ask. Yeah. I'm assuming they don't even let you think I'm... about it. <laughs> big money. I don't know how you know that. Oh. I know. I have my sources. <laughs> but I don't want to have to deal with, a, with two placentas. You're, that's why they just usually keep them but they make a, they can make a lot of money off those placentas like the stem cells are some of the purest stem cells you get is from the placentas of babies that are born via c-section and they're doing weird stuff like that like regenerating spines and stuff in people by using that those stem cells I think it's neat it's neat and I kind of want to just take the placenta and like well, inject would... all the stem cells into me somehow <laughs> who did that was it wasn't that South Park when he became Mr. for Cranks what <laughs> No, um, Christopher Reeve. Um, oh, yeah, it was something like that. Something like that. Yeah, he started. I, I don't. I don't remember. I can't comment. But it's something like that. Yeah, he was like drinking stem cells. <laughs> yeah. I'm okay with like a. I would donate my placentas. Oh, you're donating them already. <laughs> but I'm not like taking them home to sell them on the black placenta market. Well, that's foolish. We can make lots of money from the black placenta market. It seems like an awful lot of work. It does, but how much do you want black placenta market money? There was a time when there was a photograph of my placenta from Persephone on Facebook. Yeah. Well, you're, that was a weird sentence. Like, it sounded like Persephone took the picture of the placenta. Oh, no. But from her, when I had Persephone, the placenta yeah. was on, the picture was on Facebook. Yeah, I took a picture weird. of it. That was neat. It's a lot bigger than you think it is. It is. And because remember, a lot more purple. Some people were like, you can make a soup out of it. It's delicious and nutritious. Some people do that. Some people make pills. Yeah. But. I mean, animals eat them. It's really nutritious, apparently. <laughs> and you get those stem cells in you. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 
So, anyways. Um, anything else from that doctor visit you can remember? Oh, I got tested for groupie strep. Yep. My favorite part is there'll be a little pressure here, and then your face when they go, oh, ah. <laughs> it was quite uncomfortable. Yeah. It was like a dry tampon. Those are my favorite. Um, and then also she checked me. So what that means is she checked my cervix. Oh, right. To see if it was effaced at all or dilated. Right. So not only does it have to open, it also has to shrink in length. Okay. The effacement is a shrinking in length, in case people don't know. I don't know. Um, and so it has to shrink in length all the way. And then it has to open to 10 centimeters for a baby to come out. Okay. Um, I am dilated at a one. Which means you haven't even started shrinking? I haven't started the effacement. I haven't started shrinking at all. I'm still long. The cervix is still long, but I'm dilated to a one, which is basically nothing. Well, five days is my guess. So you got five days to have these kids at 10.03 a.m. That'd be great. Just letting you know. Five, I thought your guess was the 25th. It's five days. Oh, it is five days. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Time goes quick. But I was glad she checked me, so I at least know. Yeah, that even you're was... not sure and stuff. But I think one centimeter last week's cool. This week, maybe it'll be three. But you were timing contractions last night. You said they're about every ten minutes, right? They were for like an hour. And okay. then they kind of stopped. Is that common where they'll, they'll be for a little bit yep. and then they'll go away? Is that your body test, testing itself? I think preparing? so. Preparing? But okay. I don't know if they were enough to make the cervix do anything. Maybe maybe they were. We could check. No. Okay. Then we'll never know. Because <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. And it's uncomfortable. <laughs> no. There's some pressure. <laughs> No, I were in being checked before labor starts. I think hurts. When I was in labor with Persephone, being checked didn't hurt at all because the contractions were super painful. Right, and it's probably easier for them. I'm guessing. Well, your cervix also yeah points it to your back at first, and then it moves. Yep. And anyway. Okay. Right. I never wear buttons, but I got a cool hat, and my homies agree I really look good in black. Okay, why did I play that song? I thought it was perfect song to have <laughs> lyrics to have remembered for the discussion about visitors. All right. Visit away. Okay, so when Persephone was born... <laughs> you know most people are thinking, like, she hates people. She doesn't want anybody near her kid. <laughs> when Persephone was born, um, my water broke when... Um, Chris's mom was sitting at the table with us at our house. After we had come back from the hospital for a while, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, they said, you're not in labor. Yeah. Have some morphine. And then, <laughs> okay. And then I threw up the morphine when we got home, because that's what I do with all drugs. Uh, and then I freaked out about needing the morphine. Remember and I made us fish it out of the toilet so I could take it again? Oh my god, that's right. <laughs> oh, what is wrong with you? I don't know. <laughs> oh, something actually... <laughs> Physically and mentally broken with you. <laughs> and then I laid down in the bed, and then your mom came over with cookies and Sprite, I remember. And you were eating them at the table. And then I got up and sat at the table, and then my water broke. Yep. I remember this. And your mom got real excited. And it was a cool thing that she was there when it happened, I thought. That's yeah. the cool thing. And then, um, so off to the hospital we went, and then so did all our family. <laughs> and we had eight or ten people, because my friend from up north came down. And she was with me through most of my laboring. My dad was there, your cousin, both of your sisters, your mom, her boyfriend. Was Kenny there? I don't know. But we got we, there we at get what, it. like... There's a lot of people. Move on. What? <laughs> it was a time for you to participate in the conversation. I didn't... I don't remember who was there. 
And I think we got there at like six. Okay. Six ish. She wasn't born till four a.m. Yep. And those people sat in that waiting room <laughs> the entire time. Yep. And I think that's fine for a regular laboring situation because you don't know exactly when the babies are going to come out. Sure. This time, we have a scheduled situation. Kind of. If it goes in five days, it's not scheduled. Even so, we know it's going to be a C-section. Right. So, what's your point? Continue. And after the babies are born... So, she was born, and then people came in almost right away. Mm, I think a little bit of time passed. Maybe than, 30 minutes? It was. That's a long time. Right, but it wasn't super long. Oh, well, I think it's appropriate. 30 minutes, don't you think that's appropriate? Right, but what I'm saying is with this... With a C-section, they're going to have to stitch me up before I even get to hold the babies. Sure. So what I was thinking is that if my surgery is scheduled for 8.30 a.m., I thought we could tell people to come and visit at like 11. Because the babies will be born, I'll be stitched up, hopefully in our recovery room, because they won't let them in the operating room. Nope. To see the babies anyway. Right. I think you can tell people to do that. I also think that if we're going to the hospital... (laughs) And they know your surgery is at 30. People may go to the hospital at like 10 and just hang out until they can see it. But many people will not. <coughs> and I also think that people have more kids this time, so it might be harder to come around. You know, before it was just my sister had one child. Yeah. Now everybody's got multiple kids. I think that, I don't know. I, I think that, you, don't worry, you will have time with the children first. Well, I don't need, like, a day. I know. Some, and, and this is interesting, because some people have very different feelings about this. Um, some people want no visitors in the hospital, period, until they're home. Some people are and wrong. And we are not that strict. So I don't think it's wrong of me to want to wait why don't a bit. We, why don't we do this? What, here's my compromise, and you tell me if it's okay. I'm, and I'll tell you why. There's many reasons. But I'll t- I'm nervous about this surgery. Very nervous. I'm nervous about my physical reaction to the drugs. And I don't want people to be around if I'm vomiting or, like, shaking. Because all that stuff I'm probably going to get. Because I get every side effect to every drug. Can I finish? Can I finish? Yes. <laughs> okay. So why don't we do this? The surgery's at 8.30. Yeah. You can tell people 11. That's fine. But if they get there at 11 and you're still not comfortable with people being there yet, that that's fine. We can't... They could also get there at 10 and be like, they're not going to come in until Amy says she's comfortable. And you can be take as long as you want. And if you're not okay. comfortable, then that's fine. I mean, I just worry I'll feel pressure if I know they've been waiting for hours. Fine, you're going to be pressured anyway. <laughs> There's nothing that's going to stop this pressure. But you got to be confident enough to be like, I'm not ready. As long as you're okay with that. Of course. I, I, I don't think, know. think the one thing I've made clear in this episode is that whatever you want, <laughs> <laughs> you're doing all the work. Whatever you need is fine. So I think it's fine. They can come at 8.30 if they want, but they're going to know that they're probably not going to see the kid until 11.30 or 12 or whenever you're comfortable. Okay. I think that's good. Yeah. Because some people want to be there the entire time, even if they're just waiting in the waiting room. It's a a ritual. It's something that you remember. Sure. And some people are like, I got a life. Tell me when I can see the kid. (laughs) I'll come in for 20 minutes and come see the kid. And I think uh, both those are fine, honestly. Okay. My mom won't even be in town. What are you talking about? She's, like, leaving for all of April. So <laughs> There are, like, three or four days she's not here. It's more than that. And I'm sure that's when... Isn't it, like... She's going on a longer trip after they're born in April. 
Right, but isn't it like up until the 3rd she's not here or something like that? The 30th through the 3rd. It's yeah. not long. It's like a weekend. Right, but then you have the 3rd. And, oh, I thought it was like on the like the 6th she's leaving again. <laughs> no, I think it's like the 15th. I think you're right. Okay. Yeah, I think that's fine. We'll just tell people if you want 11, Amy might be comfortable earlier, but she might be comfortable later too if you want it. Or we can text people. If you just want to be at home and be, we'll text you when you, you know, whatever people, whatever. Okay. I think that works. Okay. I think that's okay. Yeah, and I know if it's March, children under five can't come. Yeah, that's weird. They like don't even if it's March, they don't even allow children under five in the recovery area at all. Because it's flu season. Yeah, but once it hits April But I don't know if it's April one or if it's, it's April one. I remember I asked them that. There's this magical date of March thirty first where all of a sudden they let because they just have to pick a time. And certainly no kids who feel sick. Yeah, and if you have if you have <laughs> if you're sick <laughs> Don't come. <laughs> There'll be time to see the kids later. If you later. have a kid at home with your spouse who's sick, <laughs> don't have a gathering of people in a public place in a booth. <laughs> I think it's fun. Some people are excited about certain stuff. If I was sick for May Day, I would still have May Day. I would just try my best not to cough on people. I know, but I, I wish... And our, our friend who we're talking about, we love you... I do wish you would have given me a little bit of a warning. I, I wouldn't have gone. Like, if I would have had the choice, I probably would have been like, ooh, I should probably stay away. But I would have. So then maybe I wouldn't even mattered. <laughs> I didn't think about that. Whatever. <laughs> Shut up. Move on. All right. So I think we have that figured out. I'm also okay with people visiting other days, too. Like, friends and stuff that, right. that we know. Right. I will say publicly on the podcast, if I don't have never met you in person... Um, it'd be weird if you visited me at the hospital. Okay. It was weird when I said I'm okay with other people visiting. I just wanted to make that Oh, clear. I got you. I got you. But afterwards, through communication, that might be okay. Maybe. I don't anticipate as much of a problem, but we'll see. <laughs> and we will certainly post pictures of them and yep. stuff like that. Yep. Okay, so next for us is tomorrow I have an ultrasound. Okay. Where they watch and breathe. Why do they call it an ultrasound? Like, ultra is usually, like, the best, or the pinnacle. You can't have multiple ultrasounds. Well, it used to be called a sonogram, or mo- that was the more commonly used thing, was sonogram, and now it's ultrasound. I don't know. Huh. I wonder what's actually correct. I well, they're using out. sound waves, aren't they? <laughs> yes. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, oh, we didn't tell them about the last ultrasound. The really boring one? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we had ultrasound last week, too, because now I have it every week. Um, the baby's heads are still together. It was really boring. <laughs> Nothing happened. Yeah. Baby L hides his head so we can't see his face or really if he has hair. But baby A has some hair. Yep. We don't know how much. Got to watch him practice breathing, like you said. Yep. One of our heart rates was really uh, um, elevated for a long time, and then we had to wait till it went down. Which she said is normal. Yeah. So nothing really. I will say that the fluid level of, of um, baby L was lower than the week before. So part of me is hopeful that tomorrow it'll be even lower, but not dangerous levels, but low enough for them to be like, we need to take the babies out now. As long as it's fine, I'm okay. They're, they're, they're good. I'm not worried about it. And I have, I'm mean, getting the blood work done for the rash situation. And then Wednesday I see a doctor that's not my doctor. I to see a different doctor, which I'm kind of nervous about. Yep. Just because I don't know them. I'm sure they're wonderful, but. Yep. Yeah. And that's it, right? Yes. So I think you're doing good. I know it sucks, but you're a trooper. 
So just keep it up. <laughs> 18 more days. <laughs> yeah, tomorrow I get to work a really long day. So, All right. yay! <laughs> uh, thanks for being with us. We're going to leave for a week. Um, hopefully we'll have... Amy does not want to have another podcast I next hope week, the next but... time you hear from us is, here's a picture of our children and here are their names. Oh, that's happening with an audio cue as well. Even if I'm by myself at the hospital, I'm going to be recording, being like, we just had the kids, Amy's in bed sleeping with them, she doesn't want to talk, <laughs> but everything went well, or Amy's no longer with us, but I got two kids, so if you're single out there, <laughs> I could use some help. You know, I'm just saying. The huge. There's going you to know, be. You know, the huge. <laughs> the huge. People usually include that in any kind of birth announcement. <laughs> well, if it happened, I would have to talk about it on a podcast, obviously. <laughs> um, yeah, so I don't know. Uh, there'll be something, regardless, when the kids come. So. Okay. All right. Uh, expensive science baby at gmail.com. Facebook page is the same thing, right? I think so. You have you don't I'm care. sorry. I don't care. <laughs> I need to go put right. my feet up. All right. Have a good week. We'll talk to you later. producer of this show. Oh, well, okay, what's the technical person who puts everything together? <laughs> Not the producer, but the engineer? Yeah. Yes, I'm sure. an expert engineer, and now I'm adding lyrics. So when people listen to this, they can see the audio, and they'll just follow your words along. Or, but, it's not for this, it's for your music this. video. It's for other stuff, don't worry about it. <laughs> okay.